The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday, 1st uh, January, 1st Tuesday of January, 2015. Wow, I'm still writing 2014 everywhere comes up quick doesn't it i hope you had a beautiful wonderful beginning to 2015 and as you know you are listening to beyond abuse beyond therapy beyond anything and before i go into the topic for today i want to let you know that it is still global bars day so this is the second annual global bars day with Access Consciousness, and essentially there are um, hundreds of countries participating in this for 24 hours. It started yesterday in Australia, um, and it goes until 6 p.m. today. I'm here in California, um, and I'm hosting a pod at my uh, house from noon till six today Pacific Standard Time, and I bet if you go to accessconsciousness.com, wherever whatever country you're listening from, whatever city you're listening from, you could probably find uh, another crazy one like me hosting a pod and opening up a space for getting your bars run. So if you've never had your bars run or you had them a hundred times, what about starting? today and joining with thousands of people all over the world, bringing peace to their bodies, peace to the minds, peace to the earth. How does it get any better than that? Um, if you're in this area, Marin County, California, you can go to drlisacooney.accessconsciousness.com and you can uh, come on by and get your bars run. We're going to have a full house here and we'd love to have you. So, it is January. It is body month. Um, and how does it get any better than that? At least that's what the topic is going to be for all of the shows in this uh, January segment of Voice America, which is basically stopping the war against your body, against our bodies. Now, as you know, just as a reminder, my target is to eliminate and eradicate all forms of abuse off this planet. And when I started asking questions about how can I take this show into the new year, what else is possible, what else can we do, it's been so successful, I get lovely, lovely, lovely continuous messages from all of you, and um, 
I love it. And I'm listening in and speaking to all of you. So January 2015 is stopping the war against your body. And there's a lot going on with that in access consciousness not uh, right now. So for instance, um, <clears throat> Gary Douglas and Danielle Carter are doing Addressing the Lies of Obesity. <clears throat> They've also done Addressing the Lie of Bodies. That's a very powerful and potent call that I've been listening to myself and has informed um, this month of shows. And my friend Blossom Benedict has started a 30-day body challenge that I know probably many of you that listen to this show are, are also on there. I'm doing that as well. And my one of my targets for my own body is no matter what, every day, at least 30 minutes a day, I am up and out and away from as many gadgets as possible, and I am communing with my body and the earth and and walking at least for 30 minutes. Usually ends up about 45 minutes, but that's who I be. I say 30, I take 45. <laughs> Maybe you're like that too. But it has been so good for my body. And um, that's how, one of the ways that I stop the war against my body. So today's show, stopping the war against your body. So here's the first question. Are you at war with your body? Would you know if you were? I think you all do. So some questions to ask. Do you judge your body? Do you over override your body's cues and requests? Do others, other people's needs override your needs? So as you know, tying this to abuse, if you experience any kind of abuse, you believe it's normal to make other people's grinding, pedantic needs more important than your own. That's where need becomes a limitation instead of a possibility. So all of these January shows are dedicated to supporting you to experience the joy of embodiment. And I'm going to be talking, as I did last week at the end of the new year, about the difference between resolution, which if you really want to know more specifically about it, listen to last week's show, and, and from resolutions to resolve. Resolve is being the demand to go beyond the abuse of your body. That's where we're going right now. So I wonder, will 2015 be the year you stop the war against your body? I know I'm dedicating my year, the beginning of my year to that. So first of all, anywhere you are using any past reference points to figure out what you're going to do or how you're going to nurture your body or what is fun for you or how you're going to stop the war with your body, let's just destroy and uncreate all of that. Open slate, blank slate, new year, new choice. Remember, choice in every 10 seconds. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And any reference points you're using to create ideas of what you would like to do with your body, reference points meaning reference points of the past, or reference, point, reference points, stability points, connection points, automatic response systems of what you think you know your body would like from 20 years ago because it worked once or twice. Let's destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the pre-conclusions, decisions, judgments, computations, pictures, stories, and inventions that you have about what that's going to be, what it's going to look like, what the show is going to look like, what you have to look like, what your body has to look like, all the have to, have to, have to, 
which makes you want to constrict and limit versus <clears throat> create in possibility. Let's destroy and uncreate all of that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. So with that said, let's continue with stopping the war with your body. And just by the way, if you started listening and I wasn't there, <laughs> I had my microphone on mute. Sometimes not the brightest crayon in the box. But thanks to Michael and Voice America, they always have my back. So thank you. <clears throat> so going on with, are you at war with your body? So if you experience any kind of abuse, you're most likely at war against your body. Because when abuse occurs, when abuse occurs, you become invisible. The abuser is visible. Your needs become invisible. The abuser's needs rule. This sets up the pattern for the invisible cage of abuse. Going back to, remember the first three months of the show? If you've just started listening, um, download the early parts of the shows, the first three months, so you can understand the cage of abuse. So the pattern for the invisible cage of abuse that's set up here is you deny that you have needs, you dissociate because you believe your body doesn't matter, you disconnect from thinking you have any right to receive anything, and you defend against anything coming to you. This creates the layers of density on your body, the weight, the tightness, the rigidity, the control, the constriction. The invention. And as the years go by and by and by, you believe it's normal to make other people's grinding pedantic needs more important than your own. That's where need, again, becomes a limitation. Going against your body instead of creating your body as a playground of possibility. The only way to allow someone else's needs to trump yours is to be at war with your body. To judge your body. To decide that your body is separate from you. So here are three signs you're at war with your body. I'm sure you guys all can come up with about a thousand more, but I'm just trying to make it simple. <laughs> One, you judge your body. Two, you override your body's cues and requests. Three, other people's needs override your needs. Okay, so this is what we're talking about today. So again, feel free to pick up that phone and give us a call here at 888-346-9141. And I'd be happy to facilitate you here, but I am going to keep talking until then. So what would it take to choose for your body, not against it, without actually judging your body as a thing, as separate from you? Anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about perpetual and eternal judgment that keeps you from having the awareness of you? Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be in question about your body as the playground of possibility. Anything and everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
So it's really important to learn, choose, have the resolve to molecularly commune with your own body, to be at one with your own body. Being at one with you is being at one with the earth, is being at one with everything and all the molecules in the world. If you're separate from your body, you're separate from everything. So I wonder what it would take. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. And we will be back after the break, and I hope to hear from you. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello again, this is Dr. Lisa, and we are talking about, are are you at war with your body? And again, I wanted to remind you that it is Global Access Bars Day, so you can go to www.accessglobalbarsday.com and watch the live stream. You can find out where pods are being hosted and held, and go get your bars run either for the first time or for the 150th time. Okay, so back to ending the war, stopping the war uh, with your body. So what I said, um, there are three signs that you're at war with your body. Judge your body, override your body's cues and requests, and other people's needs override yours. So I'm going to talk about that now. So... First of all, let's start with how many 
decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, expectations, separations, and rejections are you creating your body from? And whose projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections of you and your body have you locked onto your body? So everything and anything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So I was working with um, someone yesterday, and starting with number one here, you judge your body. And we learned very early on in the session that her body, um, she was starting this cleanse and a 60-day cleanse, um, and it was something called um, an insanity cleanse or something like that, which I thought was really funny. Um, And as she was talking to me about it, and we were running bars and I was verbally processing her, I asked, so as you're talking about this cleanse, how is your body responding to what you're setting up? And it was like you could hear a pin drop or boing, and her body wasn't connecting, communing with the insanity cleanse setup so much in the beginning. It changed by the end of the session. However, we had to first identify that she was making this decision for her body on behalf of her body from her mind. And it had nothing to do with her body, nor had she asked her body. And so when we started to process and dig deeper for what that was about, she got very clear that her body is separate from her mind. She's trapped in a body, feels incarcerated in a body, hostage in a body, and basically totally disconnected from communicating with her body but is doing this cleanse for her body to change her body. So how do you change something about your body when you're not in communion with your body? Everything and anything that brings up and everywhere we've all done that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So right there, the invisible cage of abuse is apparent. Denying that the body has needs, dissociating from your body because it doesn't matter and you're trapped and incarcerated by it disconnect from your body so you just live in your mind which by the way is only 10% of your body your actual body is 90% of you and then you defend against anything getting you into your body but you have a body and you live in a body so all the ways that we've all created a trap called the war against our body that we separate from our body even though we're in a body and stay in our mind and away from our body, but we created the trap, so we have to put ourselves in the trap so that we can prove that we are right about the trap we created, which then therefore reinforces denying, dissociating, disconnecting, and defending against ever having a body, thereby always being at war with your body. Yes, you may need to listen to this again. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And let's rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate the forever commitment to trap ourselves, to be entrapped, incarcerated, separate from our bodies, and thereby reject our bodies, but demand that our bodies be different. Say what? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. 
Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. So, what have you made so vital about possessing the judgments and rejections of your body? So that you can never create your body greater than the limitations of anybody else's reality, which is those judgments and rejections. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this is getting really deeply into the war with our bodies. So when you deny, dissociate, disconnect, and defend against your body by judging your body, you begin to lock yourself even deeper into this cage of abuse. And then your body starts to bloat. It gets dense. It gets constriction. It starts to have pains. It starts to have things go wrong. Perhaps you put on weight or you actually feel heavier. Perhaps you're really, really tight and can't move. And the only thing you can do is go to the refrigerator and grab a bowl of ice cream. Perhaps it gets more rigid and your thinking becomes more rigid, black and white, one way. This you create as normal embodiment. So everywhere you call that normal embodiment, when it's actually the cage of abuse, which actually continues to perpetrate abuse on your body, keeping abuse on the planet versus eliminating and eradicating abuse off this planet, off our bodies, you destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's kind of like storing for the future disaster. Let's just bulk up, stay in this cage. Because something bad is going to happen at some point, and I can never do anything different with my body anyway, and everybody else's needs are more important than mine, so I might as well just pile it on. Everywhere any of you are doing that trap, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So like when you see your body as anything other than a sweetness, a gift, a love, a light, a fun playground of possibility, you start to look at your body as somehow not a gift but a toxin in the world. So how many, how many of you out there view your bodies, have invented your bodies as a toxin, thereby creating some dis-ease, disease, disability, and call that embodiment? Everything that is, could we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this stuff is really intense, isn't it? What we do and what we put our bodies through. Instead of having harmony with our body, we have disharmony with our body. The second sign in a certain way that you're at war with your body happens to be when you override your body's cues and requests. 
So I had an experience with this recently, and I'm sure some of you also have over the holidays, etc. And that is, I remember going out to um, Indian food one night, and it was one of my favorite gluten-free Indian food places. Yes, completely gluten-free. It was lovely. Um, usually was lovely. And the entire time, even as I was driving over there, my body was saying something about, no, 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 this is not good for me. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not good for my body because of this, 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 this. Notice there wasn't a question there. But I thought I would just get over it once I got there because I've always loved it. And I got there and I got the food that I usually get and I started eating it like I normally would and it didn't taste good. It didn't feel good going down, but I kept eating it and I didn't stop and it never settled in my body well. So all night long, I was kind of in a little bit of pain and intensity, and it wasn't about the food. It was about my thinking and my body being at war with each other, and I was not listening to my body. That gave me very, very, very clear cues. So how many times have you also overrid your body? And ate when you weren't hungry, and ate when you were sad, and ate when you were angry, and ate when your body said no, and did it anyway because you were with somebody, or did it anyway because you were going out to dinner, did it anyway because it was a social event and you couldn't sit there and say no, whatever the reason being, justification, let's destroy and uncreate it. Because all that does is perpetrate more abuse on your body. And lock you even deeper into the cage of abuse. So everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many of you have been overriding your body's cues and requests to get moving? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So part of my um, resolve for my body, at least two of them thus far that I've spoke about, is getting out no matter what, and moving for at least 30 minutes a day, listening to my body. If it wants to go up the hills, I'll go up the hills. If it wants to go downhill the whole time, I'll go downhill. <laughs> if it wants to stress stretch while it's out there, listen to a recording, listen to music, talk to somebody, bring somebody with me, do business on the phone, whatever it is, I'm going to listen to my body. And it's been working out really well for the last two weeks. And the second thing is to get more in communion with my body's cues and requests. And that's been working out really well. Other than the, the Indian time, um, there has been one other time where I didn't particularly listen as deeply as I could have. But for me, in the last two weeks, that's really good. And I'm actually quite proud of myself. My body is much happier with myself. And I definitely experience a lot more of a lightness in my body. Because when you're in communion, you're in lightness. And the really important thing to notice also is that when I overrid my body's cues and requests, I didn't judge it. 
I didn't judge me. I had to work at that a little bit more. But I just said, okay, this is a new muscle. What could I learn from this? What's beyond this? And how does it get any better than this? And I'll talk a little bit more about this after the break. So this is Dr. Lisa. You've been listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. January 6th, are you at war with your body? Be the demand, the resolve to be in molecular communion with you and your body. We'll speak to you after the break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, hello again. This is Dr. Lisa, and this is part three of Are You at War with Your Body? And what I left the um, show, the sorry, <laughs> the last break with, I'm actually looking through some of the questions coming in, so I apologize for that. Um, Before we went over to the break, what I was talking about is overriding your body's cues and requests. And I want to make it really important that I'm not demanding that you learn from the beginning to override your body's cues and requests. I'm asking you some questions about what would it take to pay more attention, to listen to your body's cues and requests. What would that take? And if you don't listen to your body's cues and requests and you choose to override it, to make that conscious too. Because with awareness, you can change anything. 
But with choice, you can change everything. So if you choose to be more aware of your body's cues and requests to you, you too can change this. Okay, so got a couple of things I just want to put in uh, the mix here. A couple of messages from people. Uh, one woman said, I bought a salmon sandwich, blamed myself for being so fussy when I didn't quite like it. Six hours later, I was so sorry I ate that. I'm not very good at listening to my body, but I am working on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so... And then she goes on to say, I've recently noticed when I go past something, my body is telling me, um, well, very good that you notice when you go past it. And I would like to notice at the time and not go past the cue. Any help? Sure. So a couple of things. And thanks for the questions. Um, and if you have uh, any questions, you can email me at drlisa at drlisacooney.com. Or better yet, just call up and I'll answer them live and facilitate you through it. So a couple of things. If you order something and you don't like it, I challenge all of us to have the resolve not to eat it anyway. Package it up, give it to somebody, ask them to take it back and give you something else. But choose to listen to your body saying, nope, that doesn't work for me. I remember when my little nephew was at the circus with my sister, and uh, she has two children. And the little one at the time, he's not so little anymore, they were riding elephants. And Lucy was up on the elephant, and she's the risk taker. And little Eddie was sitting there, and he puts his hand up and goes, not for me, mommy, not for me i.e. I'm not getting on that elephant. <laughs> and it was so cute. And so what if we all just got really, really cute and be like, not for me, mommy, not for me, <laughs> when it comes to foods that don't work for our body. You got to kind of make it light, fun, and interesting. Um, the same thing with exercise. The other day I got out and moved my body and I was like, God, I really would rather just sit. My legs are tired. And my body said, well, let's just take another route. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I could take another route. I don't have to go climbing the hills. And I found a whole new route. It was beautiful. It was quiet. And it was easier for my legs that day. I didn't judge myself. I didn't call myself lazy for not powering up the hills. I was the resolve of what I had chosen to be, which is no matter what, 30 minutes a day. If I can spend 8 or 10 or 12 hours working, I can certainly give myself 30 minutes <laughs> to go outside and walk. Um, so just know that. And then also, so first of all, all of you that have judged yourself have chosen to eat something you didn't like, have chosen to push your body past its own limits um, because you thought you were lazy or chose to eat something because you thought you were being fussy and you just judged yourself and then paid for it later where you made the judgment that your body wasn't the most valuable product, can we just join and create that? 
right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then if you want to know how to not go past the cues without judgment, ask this question. What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the energy, space, and consciousness of listening to my body with total ease, joy, and glory? Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And a lot of times, this is going to be a new muscle, getting in communion with your body, getting in communication with your body. And so, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be? Be the energy, space, and consciousness of patience, willingness, kindness, generosity, to listen and learn what my body is attempting to tell me. Everything and anything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So it's okay if you don't understand what your body is saying quite often. Simply say, what is this? Can I change this? If so, how do I change this? Is it now? Is it later? What are you telling me? Just simply asking is enough of a change. Being the resolve to stop the war with your body, no matter what, will make a change. The quantum entanglements of the universe will show you that it has your back. But you have to be willing to make that resolve. You have to be willing to be visible and to have your needs rule. Need as possibility, not limitation. And remember, when and if you were abused, everybody else's needs became more visible than you. So anywhere you're still living to the perpetrator's reality that your needs are a limitation and their grinding pedantic needs are the possibility. Can we destroy and uncreate that trap? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what would it take to change that? Okay, so we have a call here from Alex in Northern California. Hi, Alex, this is Dr. Lisa. Are you there? Hey, Dr. Lisa, it's Alex. Nice to hear you. Nice to hear you, too. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. So I can contribute to you. Mm-hmm. What I'm curious about, um, so I, I've been doing movement practices and you know, basic and advanced embodiment for a long, long time, and it's almost like the more I've done, I got into this place of, of um, and I was a great teacher teaching anatomy, teaching yoga classes, but the more, the further I went down that route, the less I could do it, the less I let myself do it. And um, at this point, it's almost like I don't even want to move anymore. And yet, if I let myself, you know, I'll get back into that place of, of really enjoying it and being creative. But instead of using all these skills and capacities to help people, um, it's kind of like I just keep putting it for, deeper into the closet. And I've been using access tools, but I haven't been able to change that. I'm really curious what I could do. 
Well, that's a good. That's a really good question. So the first question that I was ask you: what it, what what is the benefit of not changing it? What do you love so much about not changing it? Not using your capacities and abilities and keeping them in the closet. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what is the benefit of not changing that? Not First being the, powerful. Not being not powerful. Not having choice. Mm-hmm. Not being powerful. Not loving, loving my life on the planet. Okay, great. So everything that is, let's destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what do you love about not being powerful, not having choice, not living life on the planet? Truth. I get to wait to be rescued. Okay. And when you're waiting to be rescued, what do you love about that? What do you love about waiting? The silence. Great. So do you put your capabilities and passion in the closet so that you can have silence? Yeah. (laughs) How's it working for you? It's creating a lot of nothing. Okay. So, and is that what you love about the silence, the nothing? Yeah, it's like the ceasing to exist, not dealing with anything. Okay. So, basically, you've created a beautiful trap to never have your capacities and the things that you love actualize in reality. By trapping yourself with not doing it because you don't want to be powerful, you don't want to have choice, you don't want to live life, you get to wait to be rescued, but in the waiting you get silence, and in the silence you get nothing, and therefore you become no thing, nobody, and have no body, and you get to cease to exist. So how much do you hate being in a body and being on the earth? A lot. A little, a, little, a lot, or a megaton of mocha chocolate? A uh, megaton. Yeah, for sure. So, what age did you decide to institute this trap that you've committed decades to? Uh, When I came in. Okay, so when you incarnated? Yeah. When you were in your mother's womb? Before that. When, oh, okay, so when you incarnated. So you came in with the decision <laughs> to never – I'm not laughing at you. I'm just like, wow, that's pretty powerful. I'm, I'm always intrigued at, at our own little um, mental traps here. I have plenty of my own. Um, you decided when you incarcerated, judge concluded and computated that you hated it so much to be in a body and be on the earth that you would do everything possible from the moment of incarceration, I mean incarceration, incarnation, which is an incarceration, um, to never exist. So how yeah, could you how, how could you then actualize your talents and capacities? Um, how can someone that doesn't exist actualize their talents and capacities? 
by destroying them. Oh, great. So how good have you been about destroying your talents and capacities? Pretty good. Yeah. So everything that is, destroying uncreated, right? Wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So you are your own internal destroyer and eternal jailer. Mm-hmm. Great. And notice how easy it is for you to answer the questions that I'm asking. Because you know it. And you're calling up to ask for the change, but I got to be honest with you, I'm not hearing the resolve to change. I'm hearing the desire to keep doing what you're doing. And so, what if you spent the next 30 days, five days, one day, one hour, just really acknowledging your choice to incarcerate yourself to a destructive reality where you can never be anything other than a nothing, nobody, and nobody. I wonder what that would do. Just acknowledging that. Well, have you ever really acknowledged it? No, have I've you resisted re- it. Exactly. And and as I'm talking to you, it's really light. Do you get that? Mm-hmm. Like we're just we're having a real good conversation about what's right for you. And that's what mm-hmm. this show is about is like being not being at war with your body is not just about uh some of the things I've been talking about. You have to Stop overriding your body's cues and requests and stop the resistance. All resistance is just a refusal to be aware. So what if you were aware of what you chose? And I'm wondering, Alex, if you really do want to change this, what would it take to change it? How many lies are you using to create the value and separation from your body are you choosing? And how many lies are you using to create the lack of with your body you are choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many lies are you using to create as reality everything you don't care about your body and you don't like about your body and you don't like about you and you don't like about this earth and you don't like about people and you don't like about being here and you don't like and you don't like and you don't like. Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many judgments are you using to destroy your body and your life? To be the nobody, nobody that you're choosing. Everything that is, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the conclusions you have used to stop you from creating, generating, and activating your gifts, your talents, and your capacities. Because I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that can destroy, join you in the destruction of you. There are billions of people doing that. I wonder how many more people will align with you, join with you, when you step up and be the gift the talent, and the capacity that you truly be. And I'm wondering 
how many more people are waiting for you to step up and choose for you. Is that light or heavy? Heavy. Yeah. So do you believe that anybody's waiting for you to step up? No. <laughs> and is that part of this whole trap? Yeah. Yeah. So then that even kind of proves my point or my interesting point of view more specifically. Like, you love this more than you love the change that you can be. And the this is the decision you made when you incarnated. So you cease to exist. You love that more than you love existence. And that is a huge war against it takes so much energy to resist life and living and you are an expert at it and what if you flip the molecule that you decided all this in and with to instead of destroy you to create with you but you won't do that because it's more important to perfect the system, the systematic destruction of non-existence. So everything and anything that brings up, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So in a certain way, I this is the trap that I think you've been in a lot because I'm experiencing it with you. There's nowhere to move when you choose no choice to change. So what if we did this? You called up for a reason and said, I haven't been able to change this. What I'm saying to you is, one way to change something that is deeply embedded is to acknowledge the depth of the resistance of what is, and then every time it comes up, since choice exists in every 10 seconds, is make your choice and be very aware of what you're choosing. And perhaps in that continuous awareness of your choice, which will be in the destruction of you, in the ceasing to exist of you, in the waiting for someone to bring you the gold, so to speak, somebody to give you the mission, somebody to enjoy your body, enjoy the earth, you know, enjoy your talents and capacities, you completely abandon, eradicate, eliminate, and abdicate any power and potency of who you truly be. And that is what you have to be aware of in the acknowledgement, is when you acknowledge the destruction, ask your body, is this really what I want to choose right now? So 
So what have you made so vital about never living from the choice of infinite possibility that keeps you from being the power and potency of a totally different reality for all eternity? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So do you get the trap that you created for yourself? Yeah. And do you experience that you have the two st- – are you clear about the two steps I'm suggesting? Uh, no, I was talking about the one step, but to acknowledge the choice. Right. Or, and then in that choice that you're acknowledging, ask the question, is this a destruction of me or is this a creation for me? Okay. Is this limitation or is this possibility? And when you get the answer or you hear the awareness, let's say, because it's really not about the answer, then make the choice, Alex, if you would like to choose the limitation or the possibility, and then go with that. And do that every 10 seconds or every time you're aware of a choice. And so you can be, instead of just being your eternal jailer, you can also be your eternal freer. And you just get to watch your choices and join with them it doesn't sound fun it doesn't sound a whole lot of lightness it's not you know like this you know fireworks kind of facilitation but it is where you are at and that's the most important thing and don't judge you for it if something's not changing there's more you're missing information which is why I'm suggesting pay attention, get more acknowledgement, ask more questions, and then choose. So you may actually decide to exist by not choosing to destroy yourself five times out of ten each day. And you may choose five times out of ten each day to not exist. But at least five times out of ten, you chose existence. And maybe something will seep into about the joy of embodiment instead of the, the hatred of existence. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. You know? And check in with me. I'll be here. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thanks. You too. Yeah. So that was a beautiful example, everyone, of what it takes in a certain way to get in touch with your body Acknowledge what it's choosing without judgment and make what seemingly seems like a small step but a big awareness and an action plan on that. So I hope that was really helpful because it was really helpful example uh, for me to work with Alex on. So we're getting toward the end of the show. I thank you for listening. I'll come back more with being at war with your body next week, specifically with regards to relationships. What I ask all of you to do is what I asked Alex to do, which is acknowledge what you're doing, acknowledge whether it's a limitation, acknowledge whether it's a possibility, acknowledge whether it's a destruction, acknowledge whether it's a um, creation, and then every 10 seconds choose. No judgment, no matter what choice you make, just choose, be the resolve to stop the war and get more in communion with you. This is Dr. Lisa, and you have been listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, 
beyond anything. And I will speak to you next week from the land of either Hawaii or Australia. Not sure yet. (laughs) Actually, I'll speak to you soon. Have a good day. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.